Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Peppertown. If it was, we'd have a good old time. Yeah. We went through there yesterday. We'd know where it is. Listen, we stopped stopped at this place yesterday because – Brian's Brian's taking some medicine. He's got to go to the bathroom. But it was actually me that you, had to go. I don't, I don't put anything on I've me. been drinking water, and he was like, yeah, I could go, too. So we stopped. We, we pulled through here. Yeah. We're on the way to Huntsville yeah. and uh, find this gas station. We're like, where is this place at? It was like a mile down the road. There's this like little restaurant across the street, which we said, like, this place has got to be delicious. Mm-hmm. It's like a little cabin or something. Yeah, you knew it was going to be good. We went into this uh, convenience store. And I'm walking to the bathroom, and I'm thinking, like, the door says, like, restrooms or whatever. So, like, open up the door, and I'm, I feel like I'm going to walk into, like, a one-seater. Yeah. It's Willy Wonka's factory. <laughs> you know when, like, they open the tiny door, and they come out into the chocolate come fountain and stuff? and you'll be it is a in massive a bathroom of pure <laughs> imagination. It's like a thousand square feet. I've room. never seen anything like it, yeah. And then, like, you, you like, tried to explain it to massive me, room. And, and then you walk up in there, and then you go. In, it's like, and a, it's a normal bathroom. Yeah, it's actually like a big bathroom. But it's across the. It's like across a banquet hall. Yes, and I was like, "What is going on in here?" I'm like, first in of all, I'm scared station. somebody's going to kill me yeah. in this room. It's the guy and, from a uh, from a. Uh, oh God, what is that Rob Zombie movie? House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, <laughs> he's just back there. Yeah. So anyway, that, that it was a it was a quaint little community there. Yes, in Peppertown. Wherever you are in I our swear great state, if any of you say. Actually, it's Papar Town or something like that. You're getting blocked. Yeah, that's it for you. Say nothing. And suspended on the rumble. Yes. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy it each and every morning. Strange Brew Coffee House, that is. Uh, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Wherever you are in our great state, they'll deliver it right to you. And don't forget that every uh, single time you order, you get you, you benefit the Bulldog Initiative. we got a problem here. Where's my... Oh. Uh, Where's my PIP printing stuff? Oh, that's over here on my side. Why is it over there? I don't know. You want to do the ad? Is that what this is? No, I asked you yesterday why it was in here as well on my side. I don't know why it's there. I don't know why it's there. Get off my side. Hey, Dad. I'm starving. Lay off me. I'm starving. I'm actually not. I ate lunch. Uh, I could eat. Huh? I could eat. Well, you're fixing to go to baseball. I haven't eaten since that pretzel and Reese's Pieces last night. Rob Hadaway's. That's just for you, Rob Hadaway. His eye just twitched involuntarily. <laughs> Pip printing and signs. Reliable service for every business needs. That's their slogan. What it really means is this, that whatever it takes to get people to come in your door at your business, Pip printing and signs has solutions for you. Um, and they've been providing those solutions to businesses for 30 years. They're bulldog owned and operated. But best of all, we are not asking you to spend new money. You already have a budget for printing if you own a business. We're asking you, hey, 
why don't you give your business to print, PIP Printing and Sign, see how they treat you. But most importantly, they're going to give 10% of your sale right back to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. So you win, PIP Printing wins, but most importantly, Mississippi State wins. And if you're listening to this podcast, I would think that's important to you. Call 601-499-5216. Ask to speak to Camden. He is the CEO of the company. That is his cell phone number, not the office number. That's how important this is to him to get make sure he takes care of you at PIP Printing and Signs. When you need printing, call PIP PIP today. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. If you're looking for new clothes, something for the house, your car, your tailgate, your left field lounge spot, anything that lets the people know you support the maroon and white, they've got it at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler is Starville's flagship restaurant. That's the place to grab the best lunch in town. Uh, you gonna be you gonna be around? You gonna be around tomorrow? Oh wait, I won't be around tomorrow. Never mind. Never mind. Ixnay on the lunch invite. You just hyped up something. I did. Over a split second. I'm sorry. Ruined my life. I apologize. I apologize. I'm, and I'm going to be somewhere you don't like to be tomorrow. Oxford? Oh, yeah. yeah. On know. the Squaw? We are not on the Squaw oh, tomorrow, okay. but we will be in Oxford. Uh, but maybe next week we need to do Restaurant <clears throat> Tyler. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Because I'm, I'm looking forward to a great lunch, and that's the best lunch in town. The best blue plate in town is at Restaurant Tyler. A great meat selection, great selection of veggies. By the way, when I say veggies, I count the cheese grits and the mac and cheese and that. Those are veggies, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. And uh, the best cornbread you're likely to have. So enjoy it. Head over to Starkville's number one place for lunch. That's Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations in Mississippi, Central Mississippi. That means there's one near you if you live in Central Mississippi. That means there's a chance for you to work with a bank that gives you both all of the great financial power that a, a big corporate bank can offer, but gives you that same hometown, small-town feel of service that you can only get at a community bank. That's what Priority One Bank does. They give you the best of both worlds. If you're already a Priority One Bank customer, you know how uh, how great their app is. It's a lot better than just moving your money around. It's a smooth, streamlined app for your mobile device, and it is going to change the way you do mobile banking. Give them a look today at their website, PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. There's baseball this weekend. Moving back to on. Work. Back to work we go. Moving on. Yesterday was fun. Yeah, we we've moved on. We're, that's all, that's, that's our, all of our baseball talk today. All right, um, we're going to talk about basketball. Um, big game, obviously, and Kentucky. Or I'm sorry, Auburn. Of the of the outcomes that were were potentially there for Auburn versus Tennessee, which outcome do you think was the most favorable? to lending itself to Mississippi State being able to go to Auburn and win. I think it's the one that happened. A close loss. Heartbreaking loss. Not heart not heartbreaking as they lost by Yeah, eight. it was it wasn't heartbreaking. But they but it was close. They like they had a sh- chance and they, they were in the game the whole way and couldn't couldn't get it done. Don't yeah, connect. But, what a player. Yeah, what because player. It, it looks like they're I mean they're probably not going to win the the conference? No, conference no, they're, they're like two games so, back from Tennessee. So now it looks like they're, they're probably out of that. Right. So now so they're, they're just they're just playing for seeding. Yeah. So, you know, I don't. I that probably is it. I I would. I might even say that, that them winning. Like them if they, winning. If they the won, only would cl- winning is that would have had them in the race for the SEC title and probably yeah. put them into the race for like a two seed or. There's something an like argument that, so. that you can make about either one, and I think. You know they have some they have some guys on that team that are pretty mature. Mm-hmm. Janai Broom and 
Katie Johnson, and you know they have a really good coach. It's it's kind of hard to just slip up on them, but yeah, um, yeah maybe that is. I, I don't know. I, I, I just know it's so difficult to win there. Very. I mean, you've got to. State is going to have to shoot out of their mind, mm-hmm. and Auburn's going to have to have a, an off night. I think, or it could be a game kind of like what we saw in Starkville a few weeks Rock ago. Fight. State just made it, just muddied the waters to the point. Where they could uh, get the job done. State down to 31 in the net, but State has gotten some good news in the net, uh, and that's that Northwestern has finally climbed into the top 50. They are now oh, 48th, so State has picked up a fourth quad one win at this point. Now State 4-6 and six in quad one with two more opportunities remaining, uh, this game and the game uh, Tuesday, I believe it's Tuesday, it's either Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, against Texas A&M, and then, of course, the final game of the year against South Carolina is a quad two game. Quad, uh, Carolina sitting just above Northwestern at 47. Um, so four and six now, and that means state overall in the in the quad one, quad two is, oh, three and one? What's the, oh, Kentucky. Kentucky's a quad two loss. And they were undefeated there. So yeah, yeah. So now state is now seven and seven, 500 overall in that. So 31 in the net. They did drop down a spot today. Of course, you know, as we always like to point out, the, the net is fluid. It, it, move, it moves. It's, it's not just about what Mississippi State is doing uh, in the net. So uh, what is A&M in the net? We're just, just getting there. A&M is at 59. They will not drop out of the top 75. That's going to be a quad one. That'll be a quad one win the whole way for Mississippi State. So very good for the Bulldogs. Um, and, but They're in good shape. I mean, if they can just – they really just need one more win. One is – one you are done. you are perfect. Yeah. There's – Nothing that can happen. I don't think that's going to knock you out from there. Yeah. And to me, they're they're pretty safe right now. the The problem with right now is you don't want to give other people chances to move up ahead Correct. of you. Well, and that, not only that's, that, that, and that's what happened last year. You know, and state being where they are now, they're fine. If they were like ten spots lower, you'd be really worried. Yeah. Especially about bid stealers, you'd be yep. worried about lower seeded teams winning conference tournaments and and knocking out. I just think you know a lot of people have talked about well you know last year. Eight and ten, it's but the metrics are totally different yeah. on this team. Yeah, that team was one of those that you know they got hot late, and you know the metrics were good with what they were doing defensively, but they were kind of from a quad one perspective not really. Late. If you remember last year, the game uh, they 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 beat Marquette. That yep. was quad one the whole way. They didn't get another quad one win until they beat uh, Utah. Was quad one at, for a good bit of the season, but it ended up dropping off. They didn't get another quad one win until they beat TCU. Yeah. And then they got another one. They didn't get another one until they beat <clears throat> Texas A&M. They only had three last year, right? Right. So this year they've already got four well, with a and, chance for two more. And look at the people they've beaten. Yeah, yeah that's Auburn, the other side of that. Tennessee. They've beaten two of the top seven. And the and the teams they've lost to in quad one, mm-hmm. most of them are ranked pretty high. They lost, they lost to Kentucky tw- twice. They lost once. to Alabama twice. Kentucky twice, who Alabama was 17th. Twice. Is it seventeenth? No, nineteenth. Alabama twice. Who is sixth? Um, God, that, the two, the Kentucky and Bama games at home. Yeah, if you could have just to win found a way to win those you, games, you, you, we're talking about you'd be you win in, eleven well, SEC not, games. Not only would you be in, you'd be talking about pushing for top a five. four seat. You'd be pushing for top four. Yeah. you'd have you'd probably be in Memphis. Yeah, you know, four um, seed or something. Who are the other teams they've lost to here in the, in the quad one area? They lost to Florida, who's currently thirty uh, third. They dropped from 28. Did they lose this week? Did Florida lose last night? I haven't looked at the As you might have been aware, we, we were, were a little uh, busy. We were a little busy last night. 
Uh, oh, Florida, no, Florida beat Missouri, but they only beat them by it was, nine. It was single digits. Yeah. Ooh, Texas A&M lost again. They've got to be tapping out. You hope. That's a good win for uh, South Carolina, though. And then that would be that would be really good for state if they're giving up because yeah. that could be a a, a quad one an air mail quad one win quad yeah. one win and then uh, Alabama was down twelve but comes back to win by fifteen and Ole Miss's tournament hopes are over uh, I think even if they finish the regular season they just don't have any other opportunities that, yeah they don't have any and they don't have they're they're four and they nine. play Missouri and who else. They play Missouri, Georgia, Georgia and on the road. Arca- there's it's nothing over. there. Yeah, there's nothing there. Georgia's a quad two right now. Yeah, at best. Even on the road, uh, Georgia. They're not top seventy five. Oh, they're not even close. They're ninety seventh. Yeah, so yeah, that's so a yeah. quad. That's quad two. Yeah, Arkansas, Missouri is. Arkansas is on the road, but that's gonna be quad three. I yeah, think. There, there's and no Missouri team. saying they're gonna have to. I'm trying to think what they could do in the tournament. They'd have to you're get probably to gonna Saturday. have to make like maybe even semifinals Sunday. or yeah. You're, you're gonna have to win out and probably that, and win win a couple. In and the they tournament. need to beat a good. They 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 don't need upsets. They need to like have right. To, they need to play Tennessee. They don't need to play or like Auburn Missouri or Alabama. Again. Exactly. They need to play Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama, and beat one of them. The net is just not good. The net's just well, not. I mean, when you look at them, right? When you look at Ole Miss. They have two quad one wins. One of them is against number where are they? Number sixty six UCF. Mm-hmm. And the other one. Uh, they beat Florida. Oh, wait, no, that's they not, killed that's, Florida. They that's beat not, Florida. But that's not, that's not quad anymore. anymore. That's quad two. They're two quad oh, two. Florida wins. fell out of the. Florida's, well, Florida's Florida's thirty third. That yeah. was at home. It was at home. Same with State. State currently at thirty one. But you know, State's currently metrics. at thirty one. It's costing them a quad one win. If they were thirtieth, it'd be quad one. That's true. But Who you know that 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 win over Florida is probably. Keeping them somewhat afloat because they beat them by like twenty something. Yeah, that's that, that's a huge win for them. Who's the other team that they beat? That's uh they beat NC State at home. That's not it. So that's hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the other win is. Just looking at their, I don't, I don't know their schedule well enough. They lost both to South Carolina. That's not it. Uh, they haven't. They, like I said, beat Florida. They beat Mississippi State once. They didn't beat Kentucky. They didn't beat Auburn or Alabama or Tennessee. I don't know. Another thing that's killing Ole Miss mm. is they're getting beat badly by these quad one teams. Yes. Like, all these quad t- one teams are beaten by double digits. Yeah. And, like, you know, the st- state's a quad two. No, state's a quad one because it was on the road. So, them losing the state by double digits hurt. Didn't hurt. Didn't help them at all. Yeah. And then you lost to Alabama by double digits. You lost to Kentucky. You lost to so quad one Auburn or we'll just say tournament opponents, right? Let's just make it self. Yeah, tournament. yeah. I'm, let me go back through this because I think I that matters too. I, I think we get a little caught up in the quad one, quad two. I don't yeah. think it's that cut and dry. I, I think do that, not know where their other quad one win is, but maybe Ole I'll Miss. Find maybe I'll find it. But do they I, have they have four. They have two quad ones. Okay. Because one, I know the, one is Central that Florida. video rant that that guy had last night. I think he was confused between Mississippi State and Ole Miss when he was looking for? at their metrics. Well, no, like, he, he, yeah, he said Ole Miss was four and six in quad one games. That's State's record, yeah, isn't it? So I don't know what. Hold on, well, now you got me. Now you got me wondering because there was some guy that I sent it to Robbie that was just letting Ole Miss have it on, on the. Uh, the only thing that I 
that I was confused. He's saying you don't have a single ones. quad two win, but that's not that. That was probably true before last night. I guess the metrics have changed. Well, that's what last night. Like last night changed. Last night, things. state and Florida were quad one. Yeah, tonight. That's one thing that you yeah. have to remember about all it's this fluid. is it changes every day. Yeah, because one team right here is popping from one to two. One team right here is dropping. I mean, so it's it's against teams we think will be in the NCAA tournament. Ole Miss lost by twenty six to Tennessee. Now they beat Florida by uh, by eighteen. Good win. That's the one baffling win, win yeah, it I've sense. seen from Ole Miss. They lost to Auburn at Auburn by twenty three. Uh, they did beat Mississippi State by four at home. Then they doesn't lose. really move the needle no. for you as much because it was also quad two. Yeah, uh, they lose to Auburn at home by fourteen, double digits. They lose to. Uh, South Carolina on the road by three. Yeah. That was a big chance for them, and they blew it. They that lose, didn't hurt them that bad. Lose by Kentucky at, on the road to, by 12. They lose to Mississippi State on the road by 12. They lose to South Carolina at home. That's a killer loss by 14. You lose a quad two game at home by 14, that's a terrible loss. And then they lose last night to Alabama by 15. And they haven't been competitive. Can we talk about how crazy it was Allen Flanagan got to play in that game? I, I, I don't understand. I'm really shocked by that. But it is, and he scored like 25. Yeah, yeah. I, I like just, it. Like I, I don't. I don't. There's I don't, no reason he should have been playing in that get, game. No, I agree. I agree. The dude from Alabama. If you're going to suspend him for a full game, Flanagan deserves to I, have the I same agree. exact. I agree. So for Mississippi State playing Auburn this weekend, you know that as we said, that game's already been played once. I, I, I thought the Auburn win, beating Auburn to me, was more surprising than beating Tennessee. Because okay. I, I just felt. I felt like when they when they played Auburn, they were they, they I just didn't I just didn't see a win there. With Tennessee, I was like, yeah, like, like maybe if things go their way. I don't know why, and I don't know why I felt that way, but I just didn't I remember going to the hump that day, I was like, nah, this is gonna be a long day. And it was a long day for Auburn. Uh State played one of its best defensive games of the year. They didn't have a great uh game um offensively, obviously, but they that was the game I think we made the comment that it looked the most like last year's Mississippi State uh, Auburn team, Auburn uh, games. Or sorry, Mississippi State basketball games. That it looked like the games that State played against those teams last year, when uh, when they were winning games, you know, ugly, winning games with defense. You know, Hubbard was the leading scorer, but he only had 17 points. State held Auburn to 34 percent shooting. Only 25% from behind the arc. And out-rebounded Auburn uh, by 15 in that game. That was a big key for Mississippi State. Um, State had 14 offensive rebounds, six of them from Cam Matthews. Cam Matthews had a double-double in that game. Hubbard had 17. Shaq Moore had 12. Uh, Tolu, if you remember that game, didn't play well. Only had nine and eight, but everybody else kind of picked him up. And uh, it was a tremendous game for, for Mississippi State. I think they can duplicate that 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 game plan. I don't know if they can duplicate that effort because I feel like that Auburn crowd is they're worth some points. Yes, no doubt. And I have a hard time believing they're going to shoot as poorly yeah. at their place as they did against State here. Mm-hmm. That's that to me was the difference. As they never were allowed to get a string of three-pointers or get out and transition a whole lot. State played their game and that's we I talk about this every single week it's really important for state when they play these teams that run a fast-paced offense mm-hmm. 
to make it a rock fight. Because a lot of teams in this conference that do that, that play that style of play offensively, mm-hmm. they don't like that. That's when you start beating teams like Alabama, Tennessee. State did that against Tennessee in the first half, and mm-hmm. it it pretty much that first half carried them. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was able to kind of get back in they, it, but they, they were never on. they never like the the fight to get back in it. I think took a lot out of Tennessee, mm-hmm. and State never really lost momentum fully in that ball game. So although the second half was playing to Tennessee's level, that really wasn't indicative. Auburn game was Mississippi State playing its style of play for 40 minutes. They got to play their style of play. They dictated the tempo for the most part. They played physical. Auburn really didn't like the physicality that State was playing with, mm-hmm. and they weren't able to make shots. And Josh Hubbard hit a few that were that were big. State has got to to find a way to throw some rocks. They've got to, from the start, dictate that they can't be engulfed with this crowd because it's become a uh, it's an absolute monster pit there i mean it's not a big place but it's loud the students are really involved they're right on top of you and they'll swallow you up and if they're hitting their shots that that's a game that can turn ugly quickly they've done that against good teams this year they've absolutely obliterated some good teams mm-hmm. they beat south carolina like a drum by 40 so it can get away from you quick mm-hmm. state has got to weather a storm it's probably you know first half can get through the first 10 minutes and have a good battle and mm-hmm. then take the next 10 minutes and try to keep it within 5 points or something mm-hmm. that to me is the key can't get behind in, in games like this you need to kind of stay ahead of schedule, stay stay on tempo, which is what they did, I think, at LSU. State's got to do that. Now, last two games have been good on the road, but it's been Missouri and an LSU team that's just okay. This is a different animal. State has got to weather the storm, stay in the fight, and with 10 minutes left in the second half, if, they're, if they are within 7 to 10 points, I think you're – within striking distance. Mm-hmm. That's the, still a little bit of a stretch, but you're in the fight, and that's all you can ask for. Agreed. So I, I'm not predicting Mississippi State to win this game. I think it's, I think it would be a, you know, stepping out on a limb to do that, to predict them to go win at a place like this against a team like this. But they have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it all depends on if things go right for Mississippi State uh, and fall the right way. Agreed. Uh, I said I, I won't predict State to win this game, but th- there is a path for State. And but it, it's an ugly, dirty, beat up, gravel path. It's not. It's not a smooth road to beating Auburn at Auburn. So yep. we'll see what happens uh, Saturday uh, over there on the plains of Alabama. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner. If you're firing up the grill this weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef. If you're looking for, I mean, I guess I can say it again because we got it this week, at least for the next couple days. If you're looking for cold weather recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org for soups, stews, um, all sorts of chili, all sorts of stuff like that. If you want to do that while it's still cold outside, but as the weather starts to get good again next weekend, it's time to fire up the grill. Keep it going. Never stop grilling season. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. 
If you're going to be in Starkville, you need to make a trip to Two Brothers. Check out some of the great new items on the menu, but while you're there, you can also order all of your old favorites. Robbie's favorite's still on the menu, so is mine. So, you know, we're not going anywhere. We'll, That's right. We'll, we'll be around. You should always check out Robbie's favorite. They, they, they just needed to go ahead and name it the Big Falcon. Uh, Big Falcon deal. The Big Falcon prime rib sandwich. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm for it. I think, I think it would go a long way. We never got the burrito going. We got that say. was a – wasn't that menu item like a – it like, was like a special like item. Like I think, just, and I think that the 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 outcry, the need for it was so great. Well, somebody were, was like, you know, we have this thing that we just like make on the side. Like, yeah. you should try it. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And you got you got it too that day. Yeah. And I was like, it's delicious. You guys have got to put this on the menu. Yeah. And so we, we tweeted, tweeted about it out, it, and, and yeah. the next week it was permanently on the menu. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm state script. You know, prime rib sandwich. Yeah. Terry Powell. Those guys have done an incredible job over there. Barton is has is running an absolute monster of a restaurant. But I mean, we can take some credit. I think uh, just a little bit. I think we've done some good things. For we haven't Robert. done as much for them as we've done for Mississippi State, but we have done some. That's true. So. It's no state script. Yeah, but there you go. Ah, uh, everybody. Neat. Great products, great service. Everybody promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. I've been doing it for 49 years. If you need technology for your business, give Advantage Business Systems a call. And then if you need service, guess what? Just call them back. Talk to the same people who made you the sale. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. The number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Maroon & Co. over here in Starkville. If you're coming to Starkville and you're going to an MSU sporting event, before you head to the stadium, you need to stop at Maroon & Co. They've got all the great Mississippi State logo wear that you're looking for with the state script, the M over S, the interlocking, the banner. M- no, I'm just kidding. I wanted to see if you were listening. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were listening. So, before you head to Davis Wade Stadium, before you head to Duty Noble, before you head to the Hump, anything – you make a stop at Maroon & Co. And also, don't forget, they are the exclusive provider of Bulldog Initiative logo wear. If you want to wear the polos and the co- the, the polos and pullovers that the coaches are wearing, you can only get them at Maroon & Co. Don't forget there's baseball this weekend. All right, moving on. We got so, It's never too early, Robbie. It just isn't. And we got the news today. The SEC Media Days lineup has been set. For mid-July, let's just I'm just gonna go through the whole lineup with you right now. We're, we're gonna talk about everybody real quick. Uh, whenever I get an email from Chuck Dunlap, Pride of Winston, well, no, not the Pride of Winston County, but he's up there. He's he's a distinguished distinguished fellow. Winston County, and there's no so, doubt about it. So Monday, July 15th, LSU, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. So Brian Kelly and Lane Kiffin, same day. That'll be fun. Fun times. I I I wonder now, because you know, the reason we stayed all four days last year was Kiffin was on the last day. I wonder yeah. if we're going to get out early now. I hope not. I like. I want to stay. I wanna Are y'all dr- driving down there? I hopefully we'll fly. I would prefer not to drive to Dallas. As a uh, part-time member of Super Talk, I think I should tag along. I think we can get you a seat on Cross One. We'll see. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, can, we get, can we get a, uh, an NIL deal like Jackson Dart? Or we get our own private Even plane? better question. Why can't Jackson Dart let us use his NIL deal? That's a great question. You got two Ole Miss guys on that show. Yeah. So we need to be we need to be and, getting and somebody's I, look, ears. Hey, 
people on this show have gotten on people not on people on the show. Listeners have gotten on to me for my support. I've like been like Jack Stark's a really good football player. Yeah, I've let people know. I was like that guy's a good football player. I have. I've supported him. Look, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, you, what you said what else on this show, pitch? you thought that Spencer Sanders couldn't beat him off. I did say that. I did. Those exact words. Those exact words <laughs> were used. Tuesday. I, I'll never forget that. No, no. Tuesday we get uh, we get a mixed bag. It's like a, it's like the the SEC East is all we have there. Uh, Georgia, Missouri, Oklahoma, and uh, Tennessee. That's boring. It's the, boring, the, but Oklahoma is interesting. Well, it, it is interesting, but it's, Brent Venables is not interesting. You can see Leah Beasley probably. Let's say hello to an old friend. No, no, no. Run! In and out. She's gone. She's not staying the night. We can't. We can't have that. She'll kill us. Leah is a fun time. Yeah, um, monster. Yeah, but other than Drinkwitz, there's like nobody that's going to give you a good soundbite no. in the group. It's no. really boring. Even I, Kirby's like. I'm hopeful that I can get hypo on Sports Talk Mississippi. We have the the Bill Martin connection. Yeah, and you can ask about Jeff Lebby. I mean, they work together no, at UCF. Be, yeah. that, that's that's not. That, there we go. We're on the same page. Wednesday is the interesting day in the state of Texas, especially. Alabama, for the first time with Kalen DeBoer. Florida, and the last time we'll see Billy Napier. <laughs> uh, Jeff Lebby, Mississippi State, and then T- Texas. Yeah. So Lebby is really going to fly under the radar because yep. Texas will be there. But that's going to be a good day for him to go because people will be too. There'll be a lot. Well, not only that, yeah. like, that's be the day we have the most media there with Alabama I and think, Texas. You know, I think obviously they're going to dictate the headlines, mm-hmm. but just kind of being in that same realm, and you're going to have the eyeballs on yeah. it, that's a good day for Levy to go, I think. Last day of the, the, the event, Thursday, July 18th, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, and then last is Texas A&M. Wah, I, wah, no, no, wah. I love that so much. It's so funny. That's the conference being like, no, you're still the top team in Texas. We let you go last. On exactly. Days. You're, you're the anchor. Yeah, Ross Bjork being at that, um, at that whenever all that news broke two years ago yeah. that Texas and Oklahoma were coming, him just waiting out there for pit Incredible. And drawing for anybody everybody. to talk to him. That was pathetic. It was really bad. You know, Not what the we, SEC's problem anymore. Richard was interviewing, of all people, Richard was interviewing Billy Lucci when that happened. Oh, gosh. And I was just sitting there. like I wasn't part of the interview, and I'm just looking at my computer, and all of a sudden starts, stuff starts happening. And I'm looking at Richard, and I look at Lucci, and I'm, looking, I'm just like looking at him, and they're like, what? And they finished the interview, I was like, um, Texas and Oklahoma are coming to the SEC. And then Lucci played the old, oh, I'd heard that. It's like, <laughs> had you? So, so that's your SEC uh, Media Days lineup. Where, you know, how, how far away is that? How many days until July 15th? 137 days. Countdown is on, baby. The countdown is on. I can't I'll wait. I'll have my 100-day 100 100 countdown coming up pretty soon. 37 days. Well, no, it'll be till game time. Uh, so a little bit oh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Oh yeah. So you got a, you got another, another I don't 50, even know if anybody days. cares about doing that, but I like doing it. Yeah, you should. It's so fun. So speaking of that, starting next week, I think it's time to start with some spring previews yep. around the conference. So And I'm because we got sixteen or fifteen of them to do. Yeah, I'm about to start my spring depth chart previews from it's Mississippi time State. To start, I mean so. it's it's right here. Especially with baseball. It's until they start picking it up. The the, yeah. the their my effort on their covering them is going to be their effort on the field. Yeah, and we're uh, anxiously awaiting a catfish tour of or something. We've got other stuff happening on that. Yeah. So starting next week, we'll get Alabama in, and we'll just go subjects through. change if if Mississippi State suddenly gets good at baseball. Yeah, it could happen. 
Uh, so we'll start with Alabama next week, and we'll start making our way through the conference. 15 schools to cover. Uh, also, a programming note, uh, the week of – what when is the first day of that week? Uh, March, March something. March 18th through the 22nd. Uh, no podcast that week. I will be out of town on vacation. And uh, Robbie will be uh, on his own vacation from this show. And there you go. Aww. Need you? Uh, you'll, 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 you will, you've already talked about. I've already talked about. You will take Thunder and Lightning live that week. Well, it depends on the NCAA tournament. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah if yeah. if we states win the tournament, I can't. Right. So we'll we'll figure it. Limit the women's tournament. Yeah. Okay. So we'll. I mean, but could, wait and see. At the same time, it could be a situation where you don't. You know, the games don't interfere with your with that show. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we got a long. We way will here. monitor it. Yeah, we got plenty of time between now and then. So, it, right. but this is this is we can finally say you're on vacation. I, I, I Whenever, will. I will actually be on vacation. Every time Brian's like, "Well, I don't know if I can eat that." I'm a I'm a bad friend, a bad friend. or a good friend. Either way, and tell him, "No, you're on vacation. Take it." But I'll actually be on vacation. For that yeah, one. this time you can actually use that excuse. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, basketball, baseball this weekend. We'll recap those with you on Sunday. And I wish we could go back to last night in Huntsville. <laughs> it was incredible. Really like I, something. We we have to give a shout out. We have to give two shout outs. Yes. One, as much as I hate to do it, to Brandon Walker. Uh, we I reached out. To I Brandon. told him to tell you. To, I told you to tell him uh-huh. that I loved him. Yeah. For what he did for yeah. us last night, and he said he's about to block your yes. your number. Yes. For because I said he that. does not like to feel feelings, and I and he told you shut up whenever you said I tell him thank. So I reached out to Brandon when we got these tickets, and I was like, Hey, why don't you tell your boy TK to hook us up with something. Tony Khan. Tony Khan, who's the owner Name of drop. Yeah. The owner of AEW. Well, he knows him. Yeah. And uh, he's like, who's going? When is it? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, then on, I think, Tuesday, I got a text from Brandon, and he had another number attached. He's like, hey, this is so-and-so with AEW. He's going to get you taken care of. It's like, okay, great. Sounds good. Wednesday, before we left, I texted that number back, and I was like, hey, we're getting ready to leave. What do we need to do? He's like, here's another number. You text this guy. He's he's there at the show. He'll take care of you. So that guy's like, hey, when you get here. I never up. thought they would actually do anything. Uh, well, so I'll tell you what I thought. So he's like, when you get there, text us, and uh, we'll come get you from your seats. So we get to our seats. I'm like, hey, we're here. And I thought what was going to happen, he was going to come back there and – like we were going to be pulled off to the side, and there was going to be one person standing there, and you know whoever it was. Talk to him for a couple minutes. Talk to him for a couple minutes. Hey, thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Let's get a photo and move on. What we got was a full tour of the backstage area, uh, including we got to go into catering, where the first person I saw was Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah, which blew my mind. But then the second person I saw was the Nature Boy Ric Flair, which <laughs> it could not get any bigger than that. That's the most famous person I've ever met. Yes. Like and, and the crazy thing about it is, he was he was just wanting to talk. He's more to famous us. than Dak Prescott, right? You would say. Oh yeah, I, I'd say yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wanted to talk to us. Yeah, we talked. He he cracked a hilarious joke with you because yes. So Robbie tells him, it's like, hey, I saw you at WrestleMania. Was it last year? Uh, two years in ago? Dallas. So not two, so two years yeah. ago. I was like, I saw you at WrestleMania at the bar, and Flair just looks at me and goes, "You sure that was me at the bar?" Which, if you know Flair, is a really funny joke. And then Robbie's like, "Yeah, you were you were double fisting ro- vodka cranberries." Oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was dying. I walk up. So where I was sitting was like 
the loge seating or whatever that goes into yeah, a club yeah. level. He's in a box right behind me, and I I found him immediately whenever he was there. Yeah, can't miss. And uh, so I walk out into the lobby area, which is only accessible to that area, uh-huh. and he is walking in with two security guards to the bar. And I was like, oh, there's Ric Flair. I'm yeah. going to go stand by him and just take a picture like with my face in it. So I took a picture. He's standing at the bar. Of course, like the, it was like the parting of the Red Sea mm-hmm. when he walked in. And everybody's going, yeah, yeah, Rick. So I, I videoed it. I was like, I love you, Rick. And he's like, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. And he's he's got three cups of vodka, of vodka cranberry. cranberry. And, I, and this is what I told you last night. Like, And I think it was uh, – you know, backed up when we talked to him, is that he, like him and all his wrestlers, they crave that. They yeah, crave the ad, yeah. admiration from fans, yeah, which is cool because he could have got somebody to go get those drinks for him. Yeah, he wanted to. He wanted to, to take the it. trip to the. But him, so. but him sitting there and talking to us like, yeah, guys, we'll take a picture. Like, yeah, was he put us over to, yes. to use a wrestling par- parlance? There. Yes. So the thing that you and I and Logan both remarked on, or all we all remarked on, was. Every one of those guys we met, and we met, we, we took pictures with four guys. We met probably another four or five. Yep. Every one of them sized us up. Yes. Like, they were looking us up and, and down. And I thought about it, I was like, those guys, you know, this guy's bringing you over. That could be as simple as like, hey, we're, we're these guys are local talent yep. and they're going to be part of an angle tonight and just wanted you to, and they could just be like, okay, I may have to like hit the, one of these guys later. Right. And they're just, it was immediate. Like, you could tell, like, they were looking at me like, I could take him, which they could. But it was like, we walked back there and it was like, here, like, we weren't allowed to take pictures, which is fine. Yeah. But I feel like we can talk about what's back there. We could take pictures that were, we're taking pictures. Right. We couldn't just, like, sit there and snap pictures. Yeah. I think we can talk about what's back there. Yeah, it's fine. So, like, you know, we walked through, it was like, this is where Tony Khan sits. I think the main thing they were like, is because Will Ospreay was there. Yeah. They didn't didn't want us, like, saying, hey, that's Will Ospreay, take a picture. Right, right. You know. So we walked back there, it was like, here's the same shirt. Immediately, we walked through the hallway, there's 10 wrestlers. Yeah. Standing right there. Yeah. And, you and I have both interviewed players that played in the NFL, yeah. Rafael Palmero, Will Clark, yeah. Dak Prescott. Like that stuff never gets to me really. Mm-hmm. But seeing like the larger than life like wrestlers and stuff mm-hmm. in person was the first time in a while I've been like starstruck. So we walk in, there's ten wrestlers sitting right there. Mm-hmm. And they're all they're all like super nice, like, hey, how you doing? And we're bumping shoulders with people. The hallways tiny yeah. and the only person i really wanted to see was jericho we didn't get to see him but my expectations were exceeded were, beyond belief really we got cool. to talk to jeff jarrett whose yeah. daughter plays basketball and played against Millsaps last week yeah which and he cool. said well, we were actually in Millsaps last week and yeah. he didn't know we did sports yeah he, he got it he got you good too he was like you must be from boston with that accent <laughs> i thought that was hilarious yeah he was like i'm kidding you, you sound like me yeah so that yeah, was we fun. got we got to see a Casio kid from Huntsville Radio and yeah. Conrad Thompson, yeah. big podcaster. The other thing I Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah, the other thing I thought was funny, and we talked about it was seeing some of the re- the masked wrestlers yes. without their masks. Blew my mind. Yeah, like we saw this one dude, and like that dude is huge. Who is that? And it took us a couple minutes. And we we're like, that's Luchasaurus. Yeah, like that's who that is. And then we Excalibur, saw, we saw him. We, I saw. I kept seeing this guy in an AEW blazer. I'm like, who the hell is that guy? And it just, I never put it together. And then somebody was talking to him, and as he walked away, he was like, "Go put your face on, put your mask on." And I, looked, I was like, "That is Excalibur." So that it was, was just cool. Like, it was cool. 
I have so much respect for those people. Yeah. Like seeing what they do yeah. before, like to prepare, and then thinking about like these people are, are here setting up the stage at like 6 a.m. or something. Yeah, they're working And we hard. left the building at 11.15. They probably worked another two, three hours. I mean, I... They were people make working. fun of wrestling and stuff, but these are the hardest working people. They I've were ever probably seen. still working when we got home. Yeah, which was three hours. Later. And then Sting, oh my God, Sting, who we both grew up on, coming out of the rafters, which mm-hmm. is something that we saw. I remember when Sting we were like, younger, being like Blade Runner Sting. Yeah, with with the Ultimate Warrior, with yep. his rock, mm-hmm. and like yeah, to be there for his final moment like that was was really cool. So I apologize again, to people for us for talking about this, but it was a cool experience. It was a cool for experience. Brian and I like I. We just so, wanted you to know what we got to do. The other person we need to thank was our, our liaison at AEW, at, at Adam Hopkins, yes. who uh, was, couldn't have been cooler. Oh, one, one last thing, and then we we'll go. We got a chance to talk to Don Callis, who, if, you, if you're an old-school wrestling fan, that guy's been around the business for a long, long time. The Jackal. Yeah, <laughs> Cyrus the Virus. Yep. That's how I remember him. And he was, he was letting it fly about the business. Oh, my gosh. And we were just sitting there listening, and, and Adam says, you realize these guys are media. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> And I won't say everything he said, but I will say one thing, and I'll change a word so I don't cuss like he did. But he said, you know, back in the old days, if you didn't like somebody, you just crapped in their lunchbox. I, I, think, it's, like, I think it's fairly known at this point by people that follow <laughs> wrestling that that was a thing, so yeah. I don't think we're telling anything. And he's like, you can't do that these days. He's talking about, like, nowadays you got HR and everything. Right. And so as he leaves, uh, Adam says to him, he's like, all right, these guys will have the story. And he just turns around, he's like, no. And I just looked at him, I was like, I'll tag you in the tweet. He's like, don't you do it. And he yeah, walked away. Really fun. Yeah, that really was fun. incredible. So, again, thanks to Brandon. I appreciate you, man. And thanks to Adam Hopkins and AEW for making a, a couple of normal guys feel, or three normal guys feel like VIPs. We really appreciate it. All right, guys, back with you Sunday uh, afternoon for uh, a recap of, of baseball and basketball. Until then, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.